Guys, you know what this means. Uh, you can check your calendars right now. It is the first Tuesday, and I mean the first Tuesday of February. You know what that means for college football? It is National Signing Day time, and we are going to rock and roll with this episode. You're, you don't really hear me talking about high school recruiting all that much, but around the offseason and around this time, you're definitely going to want to hear me talk about high school recruiting. And this episode is all about the 2024 National Signing Day. We're going to preview that right now. Guys, welcome to Pigskin Frenzy on this wonderful and I guess you can say chilly Tuesday afternoon. Thank you for joining us. I'm Joel Norris. And whether you're watching on YouTube, listening on Spotify, listening on Podbean, listening on Apple, a big thank you for taking some time out of your Tuesday to just sit back, watch, and listen to some college football coverage presented by me. Now, if you're watching on YouTube, subscribe to the channel, like each episode, leave comments down below. Spotify, Podbean, Apple, you name it. All audio platforms, we're on them. Go and listen to them. If you want to say, hey, Alexa, listen, I don't have an Alexa in my in my set here, so it's not going to go off. But if you want to say, hey, Alexa, sorry if it went off at your houses, um, play it, you know, and, and just say play Pigskin Frenzy podcast on there. You can listen on all audio platforms. Follow and share around with others on there as well. Guys, X, Instagram, Facebook, just keep plugging into Pigskin Frenzy. Like each episode or like each, you know, each page on there. Follow each page. You'll get episode updates. You'll get news and highlights from across college and NFL football. You will get trivia questions on Instagram stories. Go and answer today's college football one, as well as all things up to date for Pigskin Frenzy. Guys, sorry for the long intro. I'm just a little hype right now because... It's National Signing Day. Um, not today, of course, because it's Tuesday, but tomorrow is National Signing Day on Wednesday. We're going to preview National Signing Day. Why not? We're going to preview high school recruiting. We're going to talk about the recruits that have already enrolled, and we're going to talk about some recruits that have not been, you know, or not enrolled, but they chose to finish out high school in the spring and then go on to college in the summer and fall to play college football. We're going to talk about some of those. We're going to talk about where the teams stand currently before Wednesday and before we, you know, dive deep into anything before the final rankings, before everything with recruiting in 2024 ends tomorrow. So we're going to get into the rankings as they stand now. And we're just going to talk about high school recruiting. Um, where, where we may mention something a little bit, a little bit of what's going on in Seattle, Washington, because I think it's a, it's kind of an interesting note that happened and broke yesterday. Some news broke yesterday, but you know, we're going to mention that for a little bit, guys, keep plugging into pigskin frenzy on all platforms, video, YouTube, audio, spot, Spotify, Pi being Apple, the main ones. Pages, Instagram, X, Facebook, just keep plugging into all things pigskin frenzy. And if you want to talk to me, man, comment, message, I don't really care. I mean, if you want to do it, do it. If you don't, if you want to say, hey, man, you know, this show sucks, go for it. But hey, I'm not going to lie. You're going to get some pretty useful information if you listen to Pigskin Frenzy. So subscribe to the channel. Keep plugging into Pigskin Frenzy. So National Signing Day, let's get into it. Guys, high school recruiting is just the best, okay? Um and it, 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 to me, it, all high school recruiting is to me is you're finding the next crop of talent, the next Caleb Williams, the next Jaden Daniels, the next Johnny Manziel's, the next, you, you name it, the next Tim Tebow's out in the world. I mean, they're not going to be like those guys, but they're going to be the next big stars of college football. So that's what's so important about college, about National Signing Day and high school recruiting is because you're finding the next crop of talent 
for college football. And it's amazing. It really is. It's amazing. And plus, you get a, you get a lot of these recruits who pull the old switcheroo with the hat. Do you, they, you think they're picking Miami? And no, no. They throw the Miami hat. They pick a Florida hat. Then they throw the Florida hat. And then they pick Stanford. I mean, it is, it's, 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 it's kind of wild sometimes. They kind of do a little bit of trickery with it. But since then, the early signing day period, which happens in December, has kind of overshadowed a lot of the hype around February's National Signing Day, which is kind of interesting in my opinion, but I mean, it's just because everybody's already enrolled and all the top, more of the top prospects are already ready to get into college and they're already enrolled at their schools. We're going to go over the top prospects already who are already enrolled. We're also going to talk about some of the guys who are signing tomorrow and going to talk about who who could stay where, honestly. Uh, some of this is from our, our good friends at Bleacher Report, and we thank them for uh, talking about some of these players because we're going to talk about some of these players as well. So uh, good on them for posting that. We're going to talk, discuss some of those predictions and discuss uh, who goes where and who stays where. So um, before we get into this, before we get into some of the recruits and what's going on with National Signing Day, um, Let's talk about what's going on in Washington really quick because I think it's, it's it's a good note to start on. Going into Seattle, Jed Fish obviously named the head coach of the Washington Huskies after Kalen DeBoer left to replace the legend Nick Saban in Alabama. You can't replace Nick Saban in Alabama, but moving on, moving on. Jed Fish has named his defensive coordinator, and it's a familiar foe. It's a familiar name that we all know. He goes by the name of Steve Belichick, the son of former Patriots head coach, longtime Patriots head coach Bill Belichick. Steve Belichick has been named the defensive coordinator for the Washington Huskies. He was on staff with his dad in New England in Foxborough, and he is now going to the college ranks to coach the Washington's defense under Jed Fish. So, hey, I think it's a decent hire. I think we're going to have to see what happens with Washington. Look, Washington has lost a lot going into the 2024 season and going into the Big Ten, I'm not going to lie. But... Uh, and, they, and they've lost stuff to the transfer portal. They've lost to the NFL. They've lost a ton of guys. Listen, guys, they, they still have Will Rogers. Will Rogers is expected to be their next starting quarterback uh, for the 2024 season in the Big Ten. But Washington has still lost a lot of guys, not only to the portal, to Alabama even, to the NFL. This is going to be an entirely different team. Do I think Jed Fish can maintain the standard that Kalen DeBoer had at Washington for the past two years? Sure. I think Kalen DeBoer, I think Jed Fitch is a great coach. I think he can maintain that standard that Kalen DeBoer set at Washington. The only problem is, is the turnover ratio that happened this season and during the offseason. That is my main concern for Washington going into the 2024 season. The turnover, the, the, the roster turnover, and adding some new faces in here, and a lot of guys leaving Washington because of Kalen DeBoer leaving. So uh, a lot of guys are transferring into Washington, though. Uh, Arizona running back Jonah Coleman is going there. He transferred from Arizona to Washington. He will be there running back. Uh, Will Rogers, like I said, quarterback for Mississippi State. He graduated and, and entered the portal as a graduate transfer. Uh, was going to withdraw. Was going to you know, transfer again out you know, from Washington until they hired Jed Fish. Then he decided to withdraw his name for the portal and stay at Washington. So the point, the point being is, is we're going to see how this defense does. I think, Bill, I think Steve Belichick is an interesting hire. I really do. But I think we're going to have to see 
like everything, how it plays out and how it goes. Listen, it's February. We have six months. And sorry, I was doing that. Sorry for the long pause. I was just counting the months in my head. You guys, you, I'm trying to do the math, all right? But uh, six months. You're six months out from college football. So we're going to have to see what happens. We're going to have to see what happens with Washington and where everything goes from there. But Steve Belichick is now the defensive coordinator at Washington. And unless anything falls through, he is going to become the, the defensive coordinator at Washington under Jed Fish, the new head coach of Washington. So moving on from Washington and going into high school recruiting and National Signing Day, I already gave you a little spill about National Signing Day. Let's talk about some of the players in National Signing Day. And there's a lot of these guys who have already early enrolled for 2024. So let's give you a recap of early signing day going forward into Signing day now. And some of the players to watch out for uh, going into tomorrow. I, honestly, uh, kind of want to talk about real quick some of the players that did make it, yes, and that are in there. But I want to talk about some of the, some key players that have not really signed yet. They've committed, but verbally. They haven't really signed yet. A big name, in my opinion, is uh, he's... 82nd in the 24-7 uh, sports composite recruiting rankings. His name is edge rusher Eric, uh, Noah Carter. He committed to Alabama. At first, he was committed to Washington. He decommitted from Washington and committed to Alabama due to the departure of Kalen DeBoer. So we're going to see where what he does. We're going to see if he is the crystal ball. Has every, From 24-7 sports to on three sports, everybody has him landing in Alabama and in Tuscaloosa. But we're going to see. We're going to see once you put, you know, you see what this is. If you're watching on YouTube, if you're if you you watching on YouTube, you know what this is. Audio, I'm just going to tell you what it is. This is a pen that I'm holding. What these recruits do, put pen to paper with their national letter of intent, which means the national letter of intent means they're signing with that team. Noah Carter is projected to sign with Alabama, but will he sign with Alabama? You never know. They 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 can they can decommit and sign with another team like that. Okay, so we don't know yet. We don't know, but we're gonna figure it out. We're gonna figure it out tomorrow. Noah Carter is a name, uh, and honestly, one name that stuck out to me as I pull up. My notes on my phone, I do apologize. I'm not trying to go too, you know, do too crazy or pause here. But you're hearing me right now and you're thinking, this guy is absolutely crazy. Here I am. Sorry, I was pulling some notes up on my phone. Uh, I got to get, um, the printer is now set up. I will get paper notes back on this show eventually. I'm so sorry. I will type up paper notes eventually for this show and we will get notes Paper notes, again, on my desk and on my set for this. Anyway, I'm sorry. Some key names that we got to look at are uh, Terry uh, Terry Bussey. Terry Bussey, five-star wide receiver. He is committed to Texas A&M. But here's the deal. He's still looking at other recruitments. He's down to two schools. One big school is LSU. LSU's in the mix for Terry Bussey. And he is going to announce his you know, where he's going to be committed to and signed tomorrow. Um, will LSU flip him? That is the biggest question coming out 
of College Station. This is all sources. All my sources here and notes are from Bleacher Report. These are some of the big things that are coming for National Signing Day. Terry Bussey, uh, will he flip from Texas A&M to LSU? That's a big one, and he's a big-time wide receiver and a five-star wide receiver, and if A&M can land him, that's another that's another recruiting win for Mike Elko and the Aggies. If Brian Kelly can find a way to flip him, that's another receiver right there that can replace a Malik Neighbors and a Brian Thomas. You already got Kyron Lacey, super senior, coming back. But you and you already got transferring in CJ Daniels, Liberty wide receiver transfer coming in. You get Terry Bussey in there, five star wide receiver to flip from AM to LSU. That's a big time pickup for, for the receiving core for the Tigers as they just add more and more and more, especially in the 2025 class. In the 2025 class, LSU is currently ranked number one. So when you look at everything, can Terry Bussey flip from AM to LSU? I don't know that, but we're going to find out tomorrow. That's a big question there, and it's something that we're going to look out for uh, by the time you know recruiting and the National Letter of Intent comes in and everybody starts announcing where they're going to go. So uh, Gallup Gallon Bear. Uh, Gallon Bear the other day, four-star wide receiver prospect for the class of 2024, committed to Oregon. He is the fastest receiver in uh, in the class of 2024. He clocked in over about, I think, about 100, about, I think it was 90 miles per hour in the fast ratio, you know, in, in speed, when you clock in the, you know, the speedometer. Um, he is one of the fastest receivers in in the class of 2024 and could become one of the fastest receivers in college football. Uh, Gatlin Bear, a huge pickup for Dan Lanning if he honors his commitment. Uh, that's a big question. He's There is a, a big projection there that he will honor his commitment and remain and sign his letter of intent with the Oregon Ducks and Dan Lanning. Huge pickup if the, if this, this is the case for Dan Lanning. Huge pickup for him. Uh, Dan Lanning has been on a recruiting trail, especially this season, uh, because we're about to go over the, the, the top 10 rankings for recruiting here for National Signing Day. But it's big. He is. He has been a big time recruiter for this team, and this is just another big time pickup. Will he honor his commitment? Like I said, I'm not. I, you can't get. You, I can't tell you for certain because I, I'm not Houdini. All right. Even though I would like to be Houdini, predicting predicting some of these games right, like the championship games and the Super Bowl on NFL Thursdays. But I'm not Houdini. Okay. I'm not the magic man like I claim to be. Um, but. When you look at everything and when you see everything, it's looking like Gatlin Bear could be an Oregon Duck tomorrow. Um, so we're going to have to see what happens. We're going to have to see what goes down. But it's looking like Gatlin Bear will honor his commitment and could honor his commitment with Dan Lanning and the Oregon Ducks. A uh, big one, and this is another big one, uh, is Jamarian Burnett. Jamarian Burnett, four-star running back uh, out of out of uh, Alabama, and he is not Alabama in high school in Alabama, out of the state of Alabama. Uh, he is a solid, and he's one of the top running, actually one of the top, most underrated running backs in the 2024 class. He is a, he was once committed to Auburn, but decommitted in early November. He decommitted in early November, and he, listen, or Auburn is still in play for Jamari Burnett. Uh, Jamari Burnett is he still in play here? But there's some other guys who are in the mix, and it's Arkansas, Missouri, Houston, and Houston 
could be on the verge of landing him, which is a big would be a big time pickup for Houston. It'd be a big time pickup here for him. Big time pickup for Willie Fritz and Houston if he can if he can land him, right? If 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 Fritz can land him, if he can get him to as a, as a, be a Houston Cougar, that would be great because the three schools that are in play with Houston are Auburn, Missouri, Arkansas. Let me say that again: Auburn, Missouri, Arkansas. What do those three schools have in common? S E C. So it's going to be hard. It can be hard to try to out recruit some of these SEC schools, but can Houston do it? Maybe. Houston is looking like a, 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 a in the crystal ball for Jamari and Burnett is looking like. He could be one of the top prospects and underrated prospects to go, you know, to Houston. So let's see what happens. I'm kind of curious to see if he signs with Houston and sends signs with instead and recommits to Auburn. Uh, the two signs that are pointing for Jamaria Burnett, and by the way, if you watch his kids' highlights, he's impressive. He uh, he's a very patient back. Um, he can. Uh, he, he runs between tackles really well, and he is a good and underrated pickup for any team that picks him up, not just for Houston, Missouri, Arkansas, Auburn. He's a good pickup for any guy or any team that really signs him out of National Signing Day. But those are the four, those are the 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 finalists, uh, four finalists for Jamari and Burnett is Houston, Missouri, Arkansas, Auburn. Could Hugh Freeze land him? Hugh Freeze and Auburn are very well in the mix, but it's looking like that Willie Fritz and Houston Houston are looking like they can swoop him up and sign him. So, like I said, impressive back. He is one of the top underrated backs on this list that is not enrolled early, and he could sign, and he could very well sign tomorrow. So, Let's see what happens. Let's see what happens uh, tomorrow with these these three top prospects and some of the are really four top prospects if you add Noah Carter in there. And let's see what happens, uh, you know, and who really signs where, right? So let's talk about really quick before we go to the recruiting rankings and before we, you know, kind of wrap up Pigskin Frenzy because there's not really much to talk about other than, you know, the recruiting rankings and, you know, what's happening with recruiting right now. So uh, right now, I mean, we we have plenty of time. So uh, those are some of the uncommitted prospects. But we, right now, we need to go and look at the prospects right now who are already enrolled early uh, and, 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 and look at some of these guys. Um, one big name I forgot to mention that is – Honestly, before we go and talk about, you know, and, and, and look at, you know, who's already committed, already enrolled early in early signing day, uh, Dominic McKinley, defensive lineman, uh, he fl- he was a committed to Texas A&M. We, uh, LSU flipped him. So LSU is the one that flipped him from Texas A&M. Will he keep his commitment to LSU? Will he sign his national letter of intent with LSU? It's a big-time prospect there. Do- Dominic McKinley, uh, D- D-line, uh, five-star D-line, you know, committed to LSU right now. Can Brian Kelly, com- conv- can they convince him to stay? That is a big-time pickup there for tomorrow, and let's see if he can sign with them and get there at least, you know, by summer workouts and fall training camp. McKinley could help boost that uh, that defensive line, especially after LSU's defensive performance last year. 
was, I mean, something that's not really you're going to want to talk about, right? So Dominic McKinley is another big name that I forgot to mention. Will he decommit and go somewhere else? Will he recommit to Texas A&M? Who knows? But it's looking like all crystal balls point to him keeping keeping his commitment to LSU. And let's see what happens with Dominic, Dominic McKinley and what happens there. But that's another big-time prospect uh, that is not, sign his national letter of intent yet. So I wanted to just to point that out there because I saw him on my notes that I didn't want to squeeze past him and look over him. He is a, uh, a top-notch prospect uh, heading, you know, heading in, you know, to tomorrow's national signing day. Some guys, uh, some guys who have com- enrolled early, you know, for early national signing day in, you know, December and for this class of 2024 for recruiting. Uh, number one, wide receiver Jeremiah Smith at the top of the rankings, uh, four-star wide receiver. I'm sorry, five-star wide receiver Jeremiah Smith from Ohio. He enrolled at Ohio State, and he is uh, signed already. He is ready and enrolled for spring ball. So Jeremiah Smith going to look to add some elusiveness to the wide receiving core with Amuke Abuka coming back as their veteran. Uh, he can, you know, gain some, you know, gain some knowledge from uh, Abuka and, you know, uh, try to be one of the next the next flashy receivers to replace like a Marvin Harrison Jr. per se. So number two, Devinson back, Ellis Robinson the fourth. Uh I watched him announce his commitment last year, honestly. He uh he enrolled uh February he he enrolled February first of last year. So he reclassified and enrolled last year, Ellis Robinson the fourth. So he's already there. He's been there. He is uh, a top prospect that's already committed. Uh, one big one, and this is a uh, a key battleground state that I mentioned. It's like the presidential elections, but it's not. But it's recruiting. A key battleground. A key battleground state recruiting this year is the state of Florida. And Florida's got two good tight ends that are that have uh, already committed and have already enrolled. Um, and it's, you know, two big time players, uh, LJ McCray, defensive lineman, uh, out of Daytona beach, uh, mainland high school. And uh, he is, he, he brings an, an elusiveness and a, just a big physical toughness to the defensive line. And he, and that is what's going to happen, uh, for Florida. You add LJ McCray in there and he's going to bring, He's going to bring it. I'm just going to tell you that now. On Saturdays, he's going to bring it for the Florida Gators. So that's a big pickup there for Florida. And quarterback, and they're one of their top quarterback prospects that this class of 2024 is really built around for Florida is DJ Lagway. DJ Lagway, five-star quarterback. He's already enrolled at Florida. He was an early signee. Uh, He maintained his commitment there. But for him, he's just a solid player. He's a solid player. Solid arm, uh, thinks quick, thinks smart, and he is real. And uh, his decision making is uh, one of the best out of this class. But uh, how will that translate into college? Because that's high school. How will this translate into college? We don't know necessarily yet until he plays. But DJ Lagway is going to be a Gator, um, and this class really is built around is built around him. So Florida, uh, other than those two, uh, we're going to get into the rankings about Florida. We're going to talk about some of these teams here in a little bit. But Florida is uh, right now kind of in a crucial spot uh, starting with the 2024 recruiting class. So uh, we're going to talk about the rankings here in a little bit, uh, you know, for National Signing Day uh, as they stand and where they where we could see him going here at Pigskin Frenzy. So uh, Cam Coleman, wide receiver, uh 
you know, out of Phoenix City, Alabama, and Central High School. Cam Coleman, uh, five-star wide receiver, he committed to Auburn, the fifth, uh, third wide receiver prospect in 2024 and the fifth overall prospect in 2024 cam coleman he brings a dynamic dynamic uh source of elusiveness and speed at the receiving position for hugh freeze and what's going to be good about hugh freeze uh is if they can get the right quarterback get the right system and also he is he's calling plays so philip montgomery is not calling plays he's calling plays in 2024 let's see how auburn does i'm curious uh, especially with cam coleman who can honestly make a really big impact you know for you know for this team on offense especially with hugh freeze calling the play so cam coleman a really big pickup there uh for nebraska let's talk about dylan riola dylan riola i mentioned him during the off season before the 2023 season even started he committed to georgia he was out of uh, Buf- uh buford uh, buford georgia at buford high school and let me go on and tell you something this kid is so he is special he is really really special got an arm on him he's smart uh he knows how to uh make plays and keep plays alive and keep plays from you know sabotaging and that is what you want in the court in, in a quarterback uh put the game in the quarterback's hands uh when needed put the game in the quarterback's hands uh dylan riola can be your guy and that is what you need in a quarterback and that is what he presents uh and what he presents as a quarterback for any college team. He was committed to Georgia until around November, around November, uh, and around or around November, around December, mainly around December, uh, national uh, early signing day. He, there were some talks that he was opening up his commitment a little bit more and listening to other schools. And he did, he opened up his commitment. He was still committed to Georgia at the time, but he opened up his commitment still to listen to other offers and schools. Matt rule, yeah, uh, being the recruiter that he is, jumped at the opportunity, and they worked really, really hard in recruiting him, and they got him to flip. So Dylan Raiola is a Cornhusker. He is one of the early signings, early signings of the 2024 class. Um, Dylan Raiola uh, is a Nebraska quarterback. He is most likely the future of Nebraska at, at the quarterback spot, and it, it's honestly a good flip because Dylan Raiola may not get much playing time with Carson Beck there at Georgia anyway. So it's a good flip, good, good option for Dylan Raiola and a good pickup for Matt Rule uh, trying to turn Nebraska around. So this is going to be the, a big start in turning the Cornhuskers around. So good on uh, Dylan Raiola. Oh, one big pickup, and he's not, honestly, I thought he was signed and he was, he's not an early signee, was Ryan Williams. He come, he did, so that's an interesting story. So we can go back to a, another key option here who can re-sign tomorrow. So sorry from let's just, you know, t- pump the brakes a little bit on uh the on the early signees. And let's go back to tomorrow signees and who's signing up now. Um Ryan Williams. He was expected to sign as an early enrollee. He reclassified for 2025 to 2024 and committed to Alabama. Uh when Nick Saban retired, he opened up his recruitment. He decommitted from Alabama, opened up his recruitment to see what was out there. But Kalen DeBoer uh, visited with him, 
and tried to re-recruit him to the team because he knows that Ryan Williams at the receiving core for his team could be a very, a very you know, a valuable asset to his offense, especially in a Ryan Grubb offense. So he could be a very valuable asset. He comes from Sarah Land, uh, Sarah Land Alabama, Ryan Williams. Uh, he recommitted to Alabama after talking to Kalen DeBoer, but he has not signed his national letter of intent. Will he honor his commitment? We do, we do not know, but that is a big one there. A, a, a big time player there who could, you know, honestly, I could see it could go either way. It could either go up in flames, but it can also, you know, he can maintain his commitment to Alabama. So let's see what happens there. I can totally see him just keeping his commitment. That's what I mainly think. That's what the crystal ball thinks. That's what the crystal ball thinks in 24 seven sports and for one uh, on three sports that Ryan Williams will sign his letter of intent with Alabama and stay there. So a couple more players before we move on from the players to the team rankings and recruiting rankings uh, in National Signing Day for 2024. Uh, let's talk about a couple more players who are, who are early enrollees who are pretty big, honestly, pretty big. Linebacker Justin Williams, five-star linebacker committed to Georgia. Let me go on and tell you something. I don't. Georgia just keeps getting player after player after player, and this guy is no different. He is he is one of the most talented linebackers in this class. I saw his highlights. He looked really really good. Comes from uh, Conroe, Texas, Oak Ridge High School. Justin Williams presents a dynamic threat up the middle. So in the run game. Yeah, he, he, he. Good luck running the ball on him. He can find a way to stop the run quick uh, and in an elusive fashion. So he is one of a dynamic uh, run stopper. Uh, he can uh, he, when he blitzes you. Uh, it's kind of scary almost when he blitzes you. Justin Williams is 6'2", 205 pounds in the linebacker spot, and when he blitz he blitzes you, he can you know turn it up a notch. So. Uh, he is he is a dynamic linebacker in this class. He is the tenth overall player in this class and the fifth linebacker in his class. So, uh, Justin Williams committed to the University of Georgia, already enrolled there. Uh, one more, and uh, and and honestly, I want to talk about this guy, Justin Scott, defensive lineman, committed to. Uh, if you're seeing me on YouTube, you already know what I'm doing. But if you're listening to me on audio, the U. He's committed to the U. He's committed to Miami. He's already enrolled in Miami, already signed with Miami uh, back in December for early signing day for the 2024 class. Justin Scott, defensive lineman, five-star defensive lineman. He's 6'4", 310 pounds from Chicago, Illinois at uh, St. Ignatius, uh, St. Ignatius in uh, Chicago, Illinois. And let me go on and tell you something. He presents a dynamic threat up front for the defensive line for the Hurricanes. He is tough, physical, and he's pretty fast to be 310 uh, pounds and six foot four. So dynamic player, dynamic, uh, dynamic pass, you know, dynamic pass rusher and dynamic, uh, Dynamic player at getting to the quarterback is Justin Scott. So uh, the Miami Hurricanes picked up a good one there. They picked up a really, really special player in Justin Scott who could very well be an NFL player one day. So freshman coming in uh, for the 2024 season, Justin Scott, he could be a really good player for the Miami Hurricanes. Uh, 10th defensive lineman overall in his class and the 11th player overall in the 2024 recruiting rankings, uh, class of 2024 for college football. So those are some of the players that have not signed yet, 
and the players that have already signed for early signing day for the class of 2024. Uh, to conclude today's episode of Pigskin Frenzy, let's just talk about where everything stands right now before we get into National Signing Day tomorrow. So let's talk about this, and we'll conclude today's episode of Pigskin Frenzy. 31 minutes of this episode. Uh, this is a good episode. I'm very energetic about National Signing Day because it's the future of college football. Uh and it's unique. It's a unique episode we're doing here. So let's talk about the recruiting rankings and let's talk about who's doing what in the class of 2024 and who could win this class this season. Last year, it was Alabama. Uh, George, I'm sorry, Georgia won it last year. Georgia was it last year. Uh, Alabama picked up uh, a recruiting class in 2022. 2023 was Georgia. So here we go. Number one, Georgia. <laughs> Georgia is number one in the recruiting rankings, obviously. Excuse me. Unpro- See, unprofessional to me. Shame on Joel Norris here. Georgia, I mean, wh- enough said. Kirby Smart, king of college football right now. Electric, electric in recruiting. He dominates recruiting. He's the new king of college football. And we're going to have a conversation about coaches and coaching tiers in in a few in a future episode. Not now, but we're going to talk about this during the offseason about coaching and where coaches rank. I may do an episode on that, where coaches rank. I'm going to do an episode on that in the very near future on uh, the top coaches of college football, have a list of it, and we're going to discuss it. So Georgia at one Five five-star players, 19 four-star players, three four-star players, along with others. Number two, Alabama, holding firm to that number two spot in the 2024 class uh, for recruiting. Caleb Bow are doing a good job of trying to re-recruit some of those players. And not only that, keeping some of those players there. He, they, they did lose a lot, but he is... They are still number the number two class. Uh, have twenty eight commits along with Georgia, number two class, not far behind in points in recruiting with Georgia. So Alabama and Georgia at the top of the food chain when it comes to recruiting, especially with Kalen DeBoer. A lot of that was because of Nick Saban, though. So we'll have to see what ha- what happens when Kalen DeBoer has a full season of recruiting in twenty twenty five in early National Signing Day in December for. Yeah, you know, for the 2025 season and for next February for 2025. Number three, I like this one. It's Oregon. Number three is Oregon. 27 commits. Uh, they don't have any five stars yet. Uh, four stars, 22 five, uh, four stars, three star, uh, five three-star players. Uh, 293 points right now in the composite rankings. Oregon looks like they're on fire in the recruiting trail. They're a top three recruiting class. Dan Lanning, and let me go on to tell you something about Dan Lanning. Dan Lanning's a recruiter in the transfer portal and in recruiting. He can literally out-recruit a lot of schools. Uh, and, and, and here's the thing. To me, if you want to know now, when it comes to recruiting at least, who I think can fit in well with the Big Ten and adjust nicely recruiting-wise in the Big Ten, it's Dan Lanning in Oregon and what he's doing there. He's an excellent recruiter. Another top class, and they just keep getting better at Oregon. Top three class at Oregon. They want to play for Dan Lanning up in Eugene. So number three class for Oregon. And and this is what I've been mentioning, battleground state for Florida. And this is what and this is what the Gators need don't need right now. Um, 
when it comes to the rankings. Um, and we're going to get into some of these uh, other rankings here. But number four, Miami. Miami is winning the recruiting the recruiting warfare kind of in Florida right now. It's a battleground state for recruiting right now. Um, it's a big it's a big storyline right now because it, it can determine an outcome for Florida Gate for the Florida Gators right now. Who Miami is playing week one. So here we go. Uh, Miami, uh, number four, five, three five-star, four 11-star, 13 three-star, 291, two points out from Oregon. Miami is a top five recruiting class at the moment uh, before tomorrow. We don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. We don't know what's going to happen then, and, what's, and a lot can happen you know, until Wednesday. So we'll, we'll see what happens then. Number five, Ohio State. Ohio State, Ryan Day recruiting like a juggernaut, led by the number one receiver, Jeremiah Smith. Um, four five stars, four, 14 four stars, and three three stars, 289 points in the composite rankings right now. Ohio State still on the trail, uh, and they are doing really, really well in recruiting right now for this class. Number six, another one is Texas, and Texas is an interesting story. Texas, as they transition to the SEC, uh, is doing quite well in recruiting especially in SEC recruiting. This is their first really glimpse of recruiting for the SEC for their first season in the SEC. Texas is number six, uh, four five-stars, 15 four-star, three three-stars. They're 286 points in the composite rankings behind Ohio State by only three points. And not only that, guys, they got a lot of their guys coming back from the college football playoff team that that they produced last season. Watch out for Texas. They're going to be probably one of the top, I would say top three teams in the SEC going into this season. First season, and I'm not joking, first season, Sark's having them in the top three in the SEC preseason so far. Behind them is number seven, LSU, another familiar team in the SEC. LSU, Brian Kelly, 29 commits, uh, 278 points in the composite rankings. They are only eight behind, eight behind Texas. Uh, so these recruiting points are very close between everybody. They're very, very close. 278 points in the composite rankings, one five-star for LSU, 19 four-star, and nine three-star for LSU. LSU still doing good. Uh, still got to get up there, but they're doing good. Right now, they have the number one recruiting class in 2025. That's next year. But right now, they're doing really well in 2024. A top 10 recruiting class for LSU, bringing more talent to the boot. They are looking really, really solid uh, come for 2024 and beyond. So they're looking really, really good in recruiting right now. Number eight, Auburn. Uh, 276 points in the composite rankings. They're only two behind LSU. These points are close. I mean, they, they they can jump in the rankings. These teams can by the end of signing day, Wednesday evening, and late afternoon. They can they can finish out at these and jump ahead of these spots here. Auburn is at A. They got one five star, 14 four star, and six three stars. Auburn and Hugh Freeze putting up a good recruiting class for the 2024 season. Hugh Freeze is a really, really good recruiter, though. So you can't deny what's happening down in Auburn, Alabama. Number nine, Oklahoma, only a point behind Auburn in the composite rankings, 275 points. Oklahoma, one five-star, 18 four-star, and nine three-star players that they got committed to the Oklahoma Sooners. Oklahoma adding a good recruiting class and a top 10 recruiting class as they get ready 
for the SEC play. Brent Venables, man. And, and let me go on to tell you something. He recruits well on defense, but Brent Venables can recruit well overall. Uh, he is a good play. He is a good coach, and he is a player's coach, and a lot of people want to play for Brent Venables. So my honest thoughts on Brent Venables, I think right now is proven that he could I mean, the name speaks for itself. Oklahoma, they can recruit well uh, in the SEC. Now, Texas is doing a little bit better right now, but Oklahoma's doing just fine starting out ahead of their 2024 SEC debut and season, SEC season debut coming up this season. So to finish out the top 10, and then we'll get into uh, a little bit outside the top 10 and talk about some of the what's going on there. Uh, mainly Florida to conclude today's episode of Pigskin Frenzy. Number 10 is Notre Dame. Marcus Freeman putting up uh, putting up a, a stellar recruiting class. Uh, they are a, a percent of a point behind Oklahoma in the composite rankings, 275.15 to Oklahoma's 275.70. So Notre Dame is number 10. Zero five stars. They don't have a five star yet until somebody you know signs tomorrow maybe. They have about, in my notes here, 16 four-star players and seven three-star players. Notre Dame, uh, got Riley Leonard from Duke, transferring in at quarterback. They're trying to build around him with the with this latest up-and-coming freshman class in 2024. Uh, Notre Dame looking really, really good in recruiting. Uh, Marcus Freeman does a heck of a job up there for the Irish. And let's see what happens uh, with Notre Dame as they uh, try to get some of these top recruits. And maybe they can jump Oklahoma and maybe try to get ahead of Auburn as well. So let's see what happens for Notre Dame uh, come Wednesday evening and afternoon and where they finish. So uh, a little bit of honorable mentions uh, outside of this. Clemson is at 11, uh, 272 in the composite rankings with points, two five-star, four, uh, 11 four-stars, and nine three-stars. Florida State is a point behind them in the composite rankings, 271 points. I mean, zero five-stars, 16 four-stars, three, uh, seven three-stars for Florida State. Tennessee is 13 with 267 points in the, in the composite rankings, uh, two-star, uh, two five-star players, 11 four-star players, and eight three-star players, and Florida at 14. Uh, Florida, Penn State, that rounds up to the top 15. Penn State's at 15 with 265 points in the composite rankings. Uh, ahead of them by a point in the composite rankings is Florida. Five... For Florida, I mean, 266 points there for Florida. Two five-star, 12 four-star, three five-star, uh, five three-star. For Penn State, zero five-stars, uh, 16 four-star players, and nine three-star players. Let's talk about, to end this episode, let's talk about Florida really quick, and let's talk about the state of Florida. Miami is winning the recruiting battle in Florida. What this means is uh, it doesn't really necessarily affect Florida State as much, but Florida State probably needs to pick it up when it comes to recruiting a tad bit more. But when it comes to Florida, Florida needs this a little bit more because with the schedule that they got coming up, it's a little bit harder. Billy Napier kind of tried to he, – he said he was going to deliver a top-notch recruiting class and win out the state of Florida. He is – third in the state of Florida. He's behind Florida State and Miami. It's not off to a good start. Maybe he can jump Tennessee and Florida State and becomes in behind and be second in Florida and be second in the state of Florida and move up a little bit by Wednesday evening. But right now, it's looking a little a look looking a little underwhelming when it comes to recruiting. Now they got a good recruiting class. I consider a top 15 recruiting class top notch. 
I think it's a good recruiting class, but it's not the recruiting class that he promised that could happen, okay? That could be just the start. And not, and I'm talking about the start because of their schedule coming up in the 2024 season can be really, really brutal. So not only that, the recruiting uh, can affect it. Let's, we got to see how they do in spring football because how they started out in spring football last season wasn't a good start for them. We got to see how Florida starts off in spring football, how the schedule works out, and how everything works out for them because right now, to me, that's the most underwhelming right now because I was expecting Florida to deliver a really good recruiting class. Uh, and I'm not talking about not just a top 15. I'm talking about a maybe even a top five recruiting class uh, You know, for the class of 2024. Early signing day period and in regular signing day period here tomorrow. But Florida right now is a key battleground state. Miami leading the way, followed by Florida State and followed behind both of those by Florida. So we're going to see what happens with Florida. Uh, right now, my honest thoughts on the, uh, and that, those are my honest thoughts on it, but my honest, honest thoughts is I think with the schedule right now, I don't think Florida could could have afforded this. Okay. they they I think their recruiting class needs to be built up a little bit more because of what Billy Napier was promising to deliver. And it's not delivering to the standard that he spoke of if that's if that's the right words to use that he spoke of let's see how they do in the spring but right now the recruiting class is not off to the hopes of what a lot of people were expecting and it's not what it's one of those things it's like this it's like you go and you know go and try to get you know, you ask for Oreos on your birthday or something, right? And they come home and they hear, surprise, here's some Oreos, right? But it's not Oreos. It's great values, twist and shouts. And it's the same thing. It's just a great value brand. I'm not comparing Florida's recruiting class to great value at all. But when you promised somebody Oreos, you got to deliver the Oreos, man. You can't deliver... You can't promise Oreos and deliver twists and shouts. That's my, that is my, that's a weird metaphor to put it. And that's a, that's a weird way of putting it. But that is what and how you do it. That is, that is what you do. You go out and you recruit and you try your best to deliver the Oreo cookies that you promised that you were going to deliver. Same thing with Florida's recruiting class. You promised a, a, a dang near, Per a uh, uh, dang near flaw, flawless recruiting class, uh, close close to the top five. You're in the top fifteen, but you're nowhere near the top five. So it's a little bit underwhelming, and it's not a good start to your 2024 campaign that you desperately need, especially with the hard schedule coming up during the the 2024 season. So key battleground state. Let's see what happens Wednesday evening and going into Wednesday afternoon. Uh, let's see where everybody finishes in national signing day. Guys, we are out of time today. A big thank you for taking some time out of your Tuesday to just sit back, watch, and listen to some college football coverage and some national signing day and recruiting coverage presented by me. Now, if you're watching on YouTube, subscribe to the channel, like each episode, leave comments down below. Spotify, Poppy, and Apple 
all you have to do is just share around with others and follow on there as well. X, Instagram, and Facebook, just type in Pigskin Frenzy. Follow like the pages there. You'll get episode updates. You'll get news and highlights from across college and NFL football. You will get trivia questions on Instagram stories. Go and answer today's as well as all things of today for Pigskin Frenzy. Guys, big thank you for listening again. And not only that, <clears throat> honestly, uh, tune in to Thursday because Thursday is going to be great. Thursday, it's on. Super Bowl coverage, Super Bowl week. I am covering the Super Bowl, obviously. The last football game of the of the 2023 league year and the 2023 season for football in general as we move forward to the 2024 seasons for NFL and college. But uh, Super Bowl 58. 49ers Chiefs, we're going to cover that. We're going to showcase the two teams, talk about the two team seasons, preview that matchup and predict, and predict that matchup, and talk a little bit about the Pro Bowl matchups and skill competitions only for a little bit. Next Tuesday, we're going to we're going to get, bring, bring it right back to recruiting. We're going to talk about some recruiting results, how everybody finished, and we're going to talk about some National Signing Day results for Pigskin Frenzy episode 97 next Tuesday. Guys, I'm Joel Norris signing off. We'll see you guys Thursday for an NFL edition of Pigskin Frenzy. Guys, for everybody out there, please and always stay the course. Mm-hmm.